What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding in the communities everywhere. JP, how are you? Really wonderful. So, inspirational story days. Yes, sir. I think we have a thing without knowing it. People that go through a lot in the beginning and then push through and achieve great things. Yours is very on the nose with things going on in the world. So, Tim, tell this awesome inspirational story. Let me hope I Please. do it justice. So, I have a woman by the name of Cataline Carico. Now, Cataline, she left her native country hungry with her husband and young child, and she only had $1,200 to her name. Now, this family had $1,200, but not only did they have that, they had to stuff it inside of a teddy bear, teddy bear so it didn't get stolen, inside of their newborn daughter. Now, after years of working and developing mRNA and RNA technologies, um, she is the vice president for the German pharmaceutical giant BioNTech. Now, before she became this vice president, she started off with nothing. She graduated with a PhD in biochemistry from the University of Szeged, and afterwards, she ended up going to the Hungarian Academy of Sciences. However, she ended up getting laid off. She was doing a lot of research that they didn't believe in. They felt like her research, one, cost too much, two, nobody's going to listen to you, and three, we don't want to deal with this anymore. They had no way to use it. At all, whatsoever. They didn't understand it. It was pointless for them. So she ended up getting let go and jumping over to another company where the same thing happened. But something good happened out of this time whenever she got let go. She ended up getting an opportunity to go over to the University of Pennsylvania. So she got her family and she took it and came to America. Now here in America, she ended up meeting somebody who was doing similar research, right? This research that they were doing was real aggressive and the same exact thing happened. They just did not believe them. They started off really high in the chain and they kept getting lower. People kept discrediting them, everything that they do. Any new research that they found, look, it costs too much. We have no need for this. And this is going on for years. And it wasn't until 2012, whenever she got let go once again from the University of Penn, the other uh, doctor, Drew Wiseman, they finally received a call from the same company. Hey, we're about to start this company, BioNTech. It's a German company and it was founded by immigrants, which made perfect sense for her considering she was an immigrant, right? So she's like, yeah, let's do this. And they're working together for years on research. And guess what their research was, JP? COVID-19 vaccine? Thu Sabe. The basis of it? The basis of it. Their company, BioNTech, is the reason why we have a vaccine today. And the reason why we have this vaccine was because of Wiseman and Cataline. Their studies that they've been doing for all these years have came into fruition and is now the reason why we have a vaccine today. They are now actually being, um, they're up for a Nobel Prize this year. They're being in, they're in the talks for it, obviously, with the, having the vaccine. But the fact of the matter is, is that they were let go. They were not believed in. They got- For like 30 years. For 30 years. It was in 2012 when they went to BioNTech. And it's now 2021 where now they're up for a Nobel Peace Prize because they believed in themselves. They didn't let anybody else tell them no. And now they're out here saving the world. And they fought all the group thing going on in the medical community. Facts. Because everywhere they went, they kept getting taken right down to the bottom. Your research is pointless. They never gave up. It's like, just because it's not making money now doesn't mean it can't be productive in the future. Well, ding, ding, ding. Man, community over profits all day long. So yeah, they kept pushing. And because she didn't switch up and do something a different field, we got a COVID-19 vaccination maybe months before we would have. Oh, I guarantee you months before we would have. 
Shout out to Kathleen, man. She's a beast. There's a lot of women making some major history right now that all of our history books better have covers of women on them. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Tim making correct statements on the Positive Truth Podcast. Facts. <laughs> Before we get to our last inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditations where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm grateful for sunshine. It was hot the last couple of days, and today when I woke up, I saw the weather, and I was, no! I remember yelling, no! Yeah, it was, it was really good temperature past week, considering it's February, too. I went outside today. I hit the garage. I got to open it, and I walked right back inside and got a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh. Oh, 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 sorry, Mother Nature. <laughs> that has been my uh, strategy for coats my whole life. Don't look at the don't look at the weather temperature on the TV. Don't look at the phone. Just walk outside and adjust accordingly. That's what coat closets are for. I did the same thing today, Tim. So I feel you. Man, I'm glad we're on the same boat right now, dude. <laughs> we're also on the same boat that food is awesome. I want to give a special shout out to. Uh, tacos i had someone buy me tacos yesterday hold up 2021 we're winning tim let's go <laughs> yeah someone got me tacos that's why i uh went passed out yeah, <laughs> went straight <that's>... to sleep <laughs> someone was like yeah i got a i got extra tacos i was like how many extra tacos you got it's like eight i was like because i don't think one person can eat them all well <laughs> you don't know me <laughs> challenge accepted and then I went out of commission because I got the idea, and I took a nap and didn't get things done. And everyone was texting me like, where are you at? But, you know. Hashtag tacos. <laughs> it was a good day. But anyway, back to inspirational stories. I can't believe you were grateful for tacos, bro. That, that's amazing. I knew you'd like that. I love it. That, and I, I purposely didn't tell you what I ate. It made me take a nap yesterday. That makes sense for today. <laughs> I hear that. Just to get your reaction on the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy now. Well, I got a story that's going to make you more happy because I have a man named Jesse Teisel, and he had a hell of a life. But he kept pushing through, and now he's a professor. So he was born mid-70s. And when he was born, he was born to a mixed couple in Canada mother was indigenous the uh, father was a white male and the father was into drugs so he campaigned whenever they split to get the three young boys him and his two older brothers from the mother but he didn't have a job he was doing all the drugs he could on the streets and so he taught the kids like you need to go steal you need to shoplift pick up uh, old cigarette buds and roll them into new cigarettes for me. And they basically never had any food. And sometimes he would just go, either Jesse's father would go days without coming home. So they got obviously taken away from him. They went through the system of foster care and their grandparents ended up picking them up. And the grandparents were strict on them because by the time he got Jesse, he was already into all the drugs right. at a young age. And his grandparents told him, if I ever see you coming here with drugs, we're kicking you out. 
and he was really bad in school because he was so far behind so he was partying doing all the drugs one day he came home at 19 cocaine fell out of his pocket his grandmother and grandfather were in tears and like this is how you're gonna be you gotta go so he was homeless on the streets at 19 fighting to survive in and out of jail addiction is real addiction is real at 23 he thought he got a job he was like hey man we'll pay you just go deliver some pizzas we'll give you a nice place to stay he was like that's great wasn't so great they gave him a jersey and everything he went home that night because he was let they were letting him stay with him and they fell asleep he turned on the news it's like oh we're looking for a pizza driver with this jersey on that killed three people and since he was in the streets, he knew, like, man, they're setting me up for murder. And if I snitch on them, everyone in the streets is going to know it's me and people are going to try to kill me. So he didn't have any options, but he was like, I'm not going to jail for anybody. So he told the police about it. The man got sent to jail and he was back on the streets. People were trying to find him. It got so bad. So many people trying to kill him. They eventually he got beaten up with a baseball bat, broke few legs but he's homeless a few legs a few bones and he got addicted to pills he stole pills out of the pharmacy he was just down in them in and out of jail 32 years old now 32 to 19 wow. going through all this he gets a call from he gets a call from a friend because he got his little phone an old friend it was like your grandmother's been looking for you she's about to die so he goes up to the hospital and she's like, you need to go to school. You need to get your life together. You go to rehab. He's like, I've been trying to go to rehab for like a decade. It never works. She's like, this is the last time I'm probably ever going to talk to you. Just go to, just go, go to rehab. Just do what you got to do. So after she died, he ended up meeting what it would be his wife who reached out to support him. And they would Skype, they would do phone calls. And he was in rehab at the time, so he was like, I was so insecure, I would put behind me on these Skype calls, shampoos and soaps and body cleaners. It's like, I'm a clean person, even though I knew I wasn't, because I was trying to get clean. And he left rehab in 2009, got into college, busted his butt, at Toronto's York State University, at age 35, that's when he started. Ended up getting married in 2012 at 38. Graduated college, kept going, got sober, got married, kept going again, got the master's, kept going. Now he's a professor. And on top of all that, he reached out, found his mother because he was indigenous. Growing up in Canada, if you, if you said you were indigenous, the kids would beat you up. So he always disclaimed his whole indigenous side. So he's like, that's not right. I'm some of the only, I'm probably the only indigenous person these kids have ever gonna like talk to. I'm half, I'm mixed, it doesn't matter. I don't know anything about my culture. So he goes back, he learns about his culture, he teaches in a class, reaches out, finds his mother after 40 years. She's so proud of what he's been through. And now he's not only inspiring his students, but his whole family and the whole world with what he's been through. And he didn't go back to school until 35, and he was homeless from 19 to 32. So if you're going through some stuff, you can get through it, and you can still be your best self. Yo, one, I love that story. 
really quick though, I did read the story before uh, we came on here because I was gonna, that was one of my top two. I was like, man, this is a really good one. The only thing that I'm gonna add to that, he hired his mom as uh, his uh, assistant, as a professor. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so. yeah, he hired Come, her mom. Pow, 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 pow. So, you know how they got they got a hold of each other, um, built a relationship again, and it got to the point where he learned about his history, but he's teaching in his class, and to get closer to his mom, she, he hired on as an assistant to help teach indigenous history. I think it was, I thought it was amazing. I actually cheered up reading it, because I'm like, yo, what kind of movie story is this? <laughs> so, yeah. Crazy, man. He did have, starting off so bad and going through that addiction, going through jail, getting kicked out of home, dealing with homelessness, and then still to come out on top, not only, he could have blamed his mom for everything he went through. He forgave, built a new relationship, and is doing better and inspiring a whole generation of people. That man is amazing. Jesse, I forgot the young lady's name over here. Cataline. 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 They kept pushing for years, and the whole world's better because of it. So don't give up out there. Facts. Man, two never give up stories today on the Inspirational Friday. Turn up. I think it's Monday, Tim. Is it Monday? Man, I don't know We're what day it is. We're recording this on a Friday. Oh, take that one. <laughs> <laughs> take that. Um, yeah. You have a quote, Tim? Absolutely. Be nice to people. We're all battling something. Quotes by Tim. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon, where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money, and we donate every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.